Welcome to the Calibre podcast, brought to you by the Watchers of Switzerland Group. In this episode, Brian Duffy, CEO, talks with Fabienne Lupo, Chairwoman and Managing Director of the Foundation de la Haute Horology, discussing watches and wonders and the changes this year. Hello, everyone uh, out there. Thank you, uh, thank you for joining us for, uh, for this uh, uh, discussion. Um, for those of you that uh, are joining us again, welcome back. Um, we've been doing this series of uh, discussions uh, generally to do with, uh, with watch uh, and wonders. So listen, we've been having really good interviews with uh, CEOs of, uh, of major brands, generally those that had presented at Watches and Wonders. Um, we're going to do something uh, different, and I think very interesting uh, today because we're chatting with uh, Fabien Lupo. Uh, Fabien is the chairman and MD of the Fondation de la Haute Horlogerie, uh, the organizers of uh, the Watch Fair in, uh, in Geneva. So we'll be talking about all of what's involved in organizing that. And obviously this year, a very unusual uh, watch and wonders yeah. because it was uh, it was done uh, remotely and virtually. And then next year, a very, very exciting uh, Geneva uh, exhibition because it really will be all of the major brands getting represented in, uh, in Geneva. And uh, we'll talk about that uh, shortly. Uh, but just to get us going, it's a, it's a great job you have. Um, uh, really, really exciting time. I thought, uh, I'm sure it's full of all kinds of pressures and stresses, but it's a really great job. So maybe you could just tell our, our, uh, our audience, how did you, what's your journey to get into the role that, uh, that you have today? As you said, Brian, I have a good job, but sometimes it's difficult uh, as everybody. But uh, but I have the chance to uh, to work for the Fondation de la Haute Horlogerie since uh, 20 years now. Uh, and uh, and uh, the, the, the mission of the Fondation de la Haute Horlogerie is to promote uh, and, and perpetuate the know-how and expertise behind uh, what watchmaking, fine watchmaking. And so our, our, our ambition is really to raise awareness uh, um, about uh, this uh, amazing savoir-faire uh, and knowledge uh, about fine watchmaking worldwide. So I have the chance to work very closely with these amazing brands uh, and with uh, all these uh, uh, great uh, conceptor, creator, designer, watchmaker uh, behind these uh, beautiful brands. And, you know, in addition, I know to, uh, to organizing the exhibition, you do a lot of uh, FHH. There's a lot in the education and training. Exactly. Our mission is really to, uh, uh, we have uh, two, two main activities, let's say. The, the more known is uh, about the organization of big, uh, big fairs and shows like uh, SIHH since uh, 30 years now. Um, and, uh, and of course, we have uh, a, a more cultural approach uh, giving, uh, giving education, uh, developing uh, very uh, didactical experiences uh, to understand better about fine watchmaking, to understand, uh, to know about the history, to know about the background, to know about uh, uh, the, the complications, all the, the, the mechanical uh, uh, movement uh, about uh, the, the timepieces. And so we have, uh, we product a very ex uh, referent and curated content with our experts. So uh, it's, uh, it's like, uh, let's say, a ministry of fine watchmaking, yep. uh, spreading the words about fine watchmaking worldwide yeah which is a tremendous swiss industry as we know i think the value is somewhere around uh, 20 billion in the in, in swiss francs so very important 
important industry for Switzerland. Yes, uh, it's a third, it's a, it's a third uh, uh, export uh, industry for Switzerland. So, yeah. for, of course, it's a, an important uh, uh, wing of the economy for Switzerland, uh, as you said, with more than uh, 20, uh, 20 billion uh, uh, Swiss francs of uh, exported watches yeah. and more than 20 million uh, watches exported in, in quantity. Yeah, and it, and it, it pretty much is a Swiss monopoly. We, um, uh, we know there are some small German brands concentrated in Glasshütter, there's Bremont in the UK, there's some American, but it really is luxury watches, pretty much a Swiss monopoly. You export 95% of the watches that, uh, that you make. And it's a yeah. product that's really uh, very, very associated with Swissness. Yes. I, I often don't know, did they invent the watches to keep the trains accurate or did they invent the trains to use the watches? I don't know, but, um, but fine sense. watches, fine accurate watches are uh, very much symptomatic of the, uh, of the, yes. of the Swiss people. And um, in order for a watch to be Swiss made, I know that's something that's um, is, uh, uh, very, very important to have on the dial Swiss made. So what's involved in being able to put on your dial Swiss made? So uh, the Swiss made is it's a regulation from the from the, the confederation, the Helvetic Confederation. So uh, it uh, it's a regulation, and to be Swiss made, uh, a watch need uh, needs to be um, the, the move the movement needs has to be Swiss. The, the 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 movement has to be cased up in Switzerland, and the final control has to be uh, done also in Switzerland. And uh, globally, let's say 60% of the value of the, 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 the watch should be from Switzerland. And now they want to increase a little bit uh, the, the, this percentage to 80%. I know that there is a lot of discussion about that. Uh, it's not done yet because it's not something very easy. But uh, yes, the ambition is really to, to preserve this, uh, this savoir-faire in Switzerland because, uh, uh, of course, uh, watchmaking was, uh, is, uh, as you said, is deeply rooted in Switzerland. And uh, it's what we call for the, you know, for the craftsmanship, uh, what we call the genius logi, le génie des lieux. And it's really important that, uh, that in uh, this, uh, this uh, genius logi uh, for fine watchmaking is, uh, is in Switzerland. And I, and I think there's, a, there's an irony. I often think that uh, when people ask, why is it Switzerland uh, that's making Swiss watches? And, and we have to thank John Calvin uh, for that, you know, back in the uh, 16th century. Exactly, uh, it's, uh, it's about history. It's about it's yeah. the, the, the Huguenot uh, from, coming from, uh, from France and, yeah. uh, and, uh, and uh, um, following the revocation de l'édit de Nantes, I'm sorry <laughs> to tell it yeah. in English, but uh, yes, it's about history. And then we started, uh, uh, 500 uh, years ago, uh, with uh, with this um, this incredible history uh, yeah. from the Huguenot. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, originally in the, in, in uh, Geneva, as we said, and then around the the, uh, the Jura Mountains, and today that remains the backbone. Places that we've talked about, Valley de Jou and the and others. It's uh, exactly it's amazing. I, I've I've had the good fortune in my life to live in Switzerland, and it's mm -hmm. a wonderful country. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you'll drive around these, these beautiful little rural areas and then you'll find this amazing high-tech factory um, now producing Breitling or Longines or, or, um, or Cartier or, or whatever. It's, a, it's an amazing industry overall. 
And uh, to become a watchmaker, how long would it take to become a watchmaker or a master watchmaker? Oh, you have uh, you have different uh, different options to become a watchmaker. Uh, but uh, generally speaking, you can do the the watchmaking school, uh, and basically since two four years to become a watchmaker. Watchmaker, sorry, but uh, of course to become a master watchmaker, it will it will take long longer, of course, because it's uh, years and years of experience, uh, and uh, usually it's really on uh, learning on the spot, you know, yep. and uh, with uh, with uh, masters as example, and uh, we have uh, a great culture of uh, apprenticeship also in Switzerland. Yep. And, uh, and 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 more and more uh, young uh, watchmakers are trained by their mentors and uh, their master watchmakers uh, who learn them their their savoir-faire and their uh, specific expertise. Yep. And and uh, and for sure to become a star because there are some 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 uh, watchmakers who are uh, really stars in the in this industry and uh, and it's uh, sometimes. Uh, they are really hunted like uh, like pre precious uh, precious uh, people uh, to be part of, uh, of of the brand. So th th there is a huge competition be between between these very master watchmakers. Yeah, man, it's the equivalent of a Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, still <laughs> have a really exceptional talent that uh, that you've got to find in. And yes. you and I have, have both had the wonderful experience of actually watching these. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure that the wages are the same, but, uh, yeah. but the, the, <laughs> the competition <laughs> is, uh, is at the same level for sure. Yeah. So um, we've had uh, watch fairs uh, presenting these wonderful new products for many, many years. Basil goes back to 1917, originally mm -hmm. more jewellery, uh, but eventually much more watches, more than 100 years old. SIHH, 30 years old, as you said, back in 1991. So what, why did SIHH come into being? Why did it break away from, uh, from Basel and, and set up in Geneva? It's a long story because now uh, the SIHH uh, was created uh, 30 years ago at the initiative of Cartier. Cartier at that time um, was exhibiting at the Basel World, uh, at the Foire de Bal. At that time, the name was uh, Foire de Bal. And, um, and, uh, and at that time, uh, Cartier, said that they they want to propose something else uh, a new services and then wanted and, and they wanted to treat differently their clients and their retailers and the, and the, and the press in a more uh, let's say exclusive uh, environment um, more exclusive treatment and so they decided to, to leave uh, the, the foire de bal 30 years ago and uh, they, they decided to create the salon international de la haute horlogerie so sihh 30 years ago in uh, 1991 in geneva uh, why geneva because geneva uh, is, a, is the cradle of, uh, of fine watchmaking so it was completely uh, Leg, um, legitimate and obvious to to set yeah. this new initiative in Geneva, and uh, and, and so uh, at that time they, they proposed the the other big uh, big players uh, of the fine watchmaking uh, um, industry to to be part of this new initiative, uh, but finally at that time only uh, two or three joined <laughs> joined the first SIHH, and uh, 30, 30 years later uh, now we we are. We are happy to be joined by in this uh, in this fantastic adventure with uh, new big players, yeah. uh, which are uh, which are completely uh, 
in line with the, the, the value and the, and the, the position, the, 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 the concept of the SIHH. Yeah, no, indeed. And it's, uh, it's, we're all so looking forward to, uh, to next year and what, and what's going to be the first uh, watch fair really of its, of its kind in, a, in 30 years. Uh, but this year you did an amazing thing. You organized a virtual uh, watching wonders. You responded to the pandemic and the, the lockdown and uh, helped the brands really present their watches in a really unique uh, way. I've got to say as a retailer, I thought it was really well done, uh, ultimately very, very successful. Uh, but how did you manage to do that? I mean, you must have been in lockdown. You couldn't have been in the office with people. How did you manage to pull all that together? For sure, it has been a great challenge because when we when we decided to cancel the physical event, the Salon in uh, Watches and Wonder Geneva, uh, end of April, uh, uh, the idea was to uh, what 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 one what can we do to replace this uh, physical event, and what can we do for our brands? Because you know, uh, brands have been done a great job to prepare the novelties, to uh, to uh, to create new uh, new products, uh, and uh, of course, everybody was really disappointed not to to have the opportunity to present the the result of these uh, months and years uh, of work. Uh, so, yeah. so it's why we we decide very quickly to say, okay, we need to. Uh, to, to find a solution to uh, to service our brands because this is the ambition and the, the mission of the foundation to service the the watchmaking brands and we, we decided to to put together this initiative of a digital platform um, gathering all the participating brands watches and wonders uh, on, on this uh, new uh, new digital initiative watches and uh, allowing them to present the novelties, uh, the the big announcements, the uh, the the actuality, and um, and it was uh, yes a quite a ch challenging uh, job because uh, we had to to do that in a in a confined envir environment with uh, closed manufacturers, with closed boutique, uh, so everybody was uh, confined and locked down uh, at home. And it was a, a great uh, challenge for the team, for the FHH team to be ready on time, but also for the brands, because uh, yes. uh, not all of them uh, were already ready to present their novelties. And it's why uh, we, present, we presented on, uh, on the, during the launch, the phase one, uh, on the 25th of April, the, the 17 brands that, that were ready. And, and on, on Thursday, next Thursday, two more brands will uh, unveil the novelties on the platform, Parmigiani and Arnold Anson. Uh, will uh, will will present the 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 new products. So the, this this platform, this initiative, was already part of our strategy, and we really also wanted to uh, to to develop all this ecosystem, physical with the event and digital with the platform, the watches and wonders ecosystem. And uh, of course, with the cancellation of the physical event, we had to fast track. The, the the launch of the platform and uh, and finally we did it in uh, within less than six weeks in a confined environment so it, it was a uh, yes it was a great achievement for us you know it really was and uh, congratulations on it i think it, um, it was uh, so well done uh, we had obviously the presentations that were made as part of watches and wonders we then had a follow-up immediately with all of the brands when we could interact directly 
it's it's nowhere near the same as being there face to face and trying on the products. Mm -hmm. uh, but given that it was virtual, we think it was really well done. We have all the information that we need. Uh, we've put together our plans and uh, and we think it's been a big success. So it's going to be an ongoing part of what you do now with uh, watching Windows. Yes, it will be an ongoing platform because it will be an, a permanent platform. It will be, it will become the rendezvous uh, for the whole community, for the watchmaking yeah. community, for aficionados, for watch lovers to discover yeah. the the news and the novelties and the new products, the launches of the brands. But not only, you know, that the foundation de la horlogerie, as I said before, is really uh, recognized and known. Uh, to be able to provide uh, referent and expert content and different, uh, let's say, insights uh, and perspective of the industry. And so uh, we, we will uh, also uh, put all this educational content, uh, didactic content, also to, uh, with, uh, with, um, with a gaming approach, just yeah. to, uh, just to, uh, to, um, to raise awareness and to uh, and to uh, yes to uh, to spread the words and the, the knowledge about uh, about watchmaking about the products about uh, the history about uh, the the technical aspects of a watch and uh, it's really to, uh, to 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 we are today considered like the encyclopedia encyclopedia of the the, the fine watchmaking so we yeah. really want to uh, spread the words about uh, about this uh, this culture and uh, and know-how very particularly uh, and, and and this platform will be a fantastic tool to do so yes and and will there be another coordinated watching wonders before the end of this calendar year will there be another occasion when the brands will coordinate you so mean physically no no i mean virtually again but it's a it's an ongoing platform, so it's it's a permanent platform. So so it's why, uh, as I said before, uh, on on next Thursday we will have the launch, uh, the arrival on the on the platform of Parmigiani and Arnold Nelson, yeah. and of course all the brands will join when they will be ready. So yes, it will be a permanent uh, a platform where you you will you will have the the latest release from the brands, uh, from the um, their their announcements, uh, not only linked with the product but also with the actualities, with their visions. Uh, we yeah. you know some brands have have some initiatives uh, uh, regarding sustainability, regarding um, some um, corporate social responsibility, and so it's really the idea to 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 talk and to to speak about watches differently yeah. not only uh, not only on the on about the products of course you will find the products because this is the the, the probably the main interest for for the the visitors and for the the the, the people who, who will um, attend and and see yeah. the and participate to this platform but but not only really the the all the actuality and everything uh, about the envir environment of the brands and uh, the, the strategy the vision their their um, yeah their projects yeah it's um it's really great and it's uh, it's it's too boring to call it the encyclopedia it's, uh, it's it's way too cool for that so, no no yeah we tried not so, to be too boring <laughs> yeah and uh, you, you succeeded it's um it's very high tech and uh, very very well done and i really enjoyed like the videos it was a really nice mixed media yeah, of yeah. videos and then all of the specific information 
Yeah, so, it's really playful. It's really playful, yeah. and we try to uh, to have this. Uh, uh, we try to have this cool approach also because it's not an easy subject. It's uh, sometimes yes. quite difficult to understand, to explain, yes. uh, and so uh, sometimes it's really for you know uh, watch addicts or, or, yeah. or passionate people, and sometimes uh, it's a quite a closed environment, and, uh, and 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 so we try to yes. To, to explain, to open the, the doors, yeah. and to uh, and to bring more people, and yes. to uh, let's say to give the virus of fine watchmaking <laughs> to yeah. more people. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think you're doing that, and you know when we do these Instagram uh, interviews like this, we get such a variety of uh, audience from from all around the world. So, um, so I, I think it's a great thing that you've done. So, what one massive challenge of uh, of having Watch and Wonders without uh, able to do it physically you have another massive challenge coming up next year because yeah. you're, you're going to have the biggest watch fair there's been in 30 years so uh for, for everybody listening in sihh which became watches and wonders uh was based around the richemont brands the caring brands you're a perigo and uh, you listen to that great independence i always love the the square of uh, of the independence with the mbnf and moser and the bobe and wrestles and others but to add to that next year, you're going to have Rolex and uh, Tudor and Patek Philippe and Chopin, Chanel. And I know there's ongoing discussions, not resolved, that you can't really talk about. But we, are, we as retailers hope as well, LVMH and uh, uh, and Swatch, AP, I don't know if Audemars again, but whatever, you're really going to have um, a massive representation of, uh, of the industry. So compared to... SIHH that we were last at in 2019. How much bigger will, uh, will will next year be in terms of physical space? How much bigger will next year be? Yeah, <clears throat> but we are still working on the. On, on, you know that uh, this announcement uh, is quite uh, it's quite uh, recent, recent. You know, yeah. recent because it it's only three weeks ago. Huh? <laughs> so yeah. we we are now uh, we are now uh, discussing, of course. Uh, uh, to figure out how everything will work and uh, and uh, how uh, we will um, we will uh, organize this new show uh, with our new partners, yeah. uh, but uh, but I'm sure already that we can probably say that the the, the the general surface of the show will probably double for sure. Yeah. Wow. And probably the number of visitors, I guess, will at least double. probably also. Yeah. You know that as a retailer, you know that a lot of the retailers are the same. The journalists yeah. are the same. So not necessarily. Of course, we will have an increase, but not necessarily to double, but maybe fifty percent more. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. yet. And in, and it's going to happen sometime in the first couple of weeks of April. Uh, next year, I know you haven't specified exactly the date yet. Yeah, yeah, we are. We we have not decided yet the exact date because we have to to uh, to um to put together all the the constraints and all the the desideratas of our new partners. So now we, yeah. we, we, we but it will uh, it will take place uh, uh, during the the two first week of uh, of April. And how long is it likely to last? Maybe it will be it will last longer than the yeah. than the the, the previous uh, SIHH and Watches uh, yeah. and Wonders who lasted uh, five days. Probably it will last longer because we will have more brands also yeah. involved. So probably seven or seven days yeah. maybe. 
yeah, that, that makes sense. And uh, I must say, personally, I, I look forward to the city of Geneva um, compared to Basel when it comes to hotels and restaurants. I mean, the, the exhibition was spectacular, I know, uh, but it was, uh, it was tough. I mean, we used to have to stay across the border and, yeah, um, yeah. and for everybody, it was a logistical, difficult uh, time, although the, the actual exhibition was quite spectacular. But Geneva, I think, is much more prepared to cope with, uh, with that kind of exhibition. Uh, yeah, but we, we are here for 30 years, so we have built, yeah. uh, we have built uh, great relationships with all the, the, the hotels and uh, all the restaurants and all the, the actors of, uh, of the Geneva City. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, and so, yes, we, we have this, uh, this, um, this very positive uh, environment for, for to, to hold this uh, this new show uh, yeah. so I hope that uh, we will continue to have uh, to propose these great services to our guests and our visitors because I think it's uh, an important asset for the for the for the SIHH and for for the new show for sure well uh, we are certainly at uh, the watch the Switzerland group very much looking forward to it uh, although my team I'm not sure because I always insist every time we go to SIHH we spend one evening in Edelweiss do you, yeah. know the rest? Do you know Edelweiss? Have you been? Edelweiss, of course I know it. I know yeah. it, of course, for, to, to hit the fondue. Yes, have the yeah. fondue, to, to have the guys playing all of the old traditional yeah, yeah. farmer yeah. instruments. The Corps des Alpes. The Corps des Alpes, with the coin inside the bowl yeah. or whatever. It's uh, very traditional. But, but, but the day after, when, uh, when you go, you have to have another, another suit. suit. Yeah. If not, uh, it's impossible. You cannot, <laughs> you eat fondue uh, for all the... <laughs> yeah, oh. you smell like cheese and, and you have dogs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And everybody yeah. said, oh, you were at the Edelweiss last night. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's true. It's a very, very strong smell, but it, uh, but it's always a good evening. It's yeah, uh, a good yeah. wine, good fondue, and the yeah, and, it's uh, a, a nice place. Yeah. So, well, uh, well, I'll really look forward to uh, to watches and wonders next year. I think it's going to be spectacular. And uh, congratulations again on the, the success thank of you. the uh, virtual watches and wonders. And thank you for joining me this evening. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again sometime soon. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Huh? Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Merci. Mon plaisir. Thank you for listening to the Calibre podcast. We do hope you enjoyed it. Please do subscribe and listen to other episodes on Apple Podcast and Spotify. 